Hey there, Story Pirates podcast listeners. Today's episode has pretty much everything you'd ever want in a Story Pirates episode. That's right, including spelling cats, including laser light shows and gorgeous crystals, including even extinct dodos, drooping daisies, and melted whipped cream. And we also got solar-powered dragons. All of that and more coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups, guess what? The Story Pirates just announced brand new dates for the Amazing Adventure Tour. Come see us perform songs like Cat Sit On You and Fart Out Loud Day and improv comedy based on your kids' ideas. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Skokie, Illinois, Madison, Wisconsin, and Joliet, Illinois. We would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com live. And, grown-ups, did you know that you can share more episodes of the Story Pirates podcast with your kids without even leaving your podcast app? All of our bonus episodes with more coming every month are now available on Story Pirates Podcast Plus. And you can subscribe right in Apple Podcasts. Plus, you'll get our Just Songs and Just Stories feeds, so no more scrolling through episodes to find your kids' favorites. Want even more perks? Story Pirates Podcast Plus is also available in Creator Club where you can get insider access and pre-sale opportunities to upcoming tours or with a premium membership, a free shirt, and access to our brand new Create a Story events where your kids help Lee and Peter build a story that will make it onto the podcast. Learn more at storypirates.com slash podcast. Bless you, Megan. Thanks, everyone. My allergies have been going crazy lately. I don't know what it is. Maybe you're allergic to my feet. Peter, that's ridiculous. Why would I be allergic to feet? I don't know. I kind of just wanted everyone to notice that I'm not wearing any shoes right now. And why aren't you wearing any shoes? Just in case anyone's allergic to my shoes. Yeah. What's that sound? Huh. It looks like the ship has drilled past a layer of minerals and into a cavern. Oh, perfect. I'm going to hop off the ship and take a look around then. I could use some... (sighs) Fresh air. The floor of this cavern is so rocky and sharp. I can't step anywhere. Oh, ouch! Wait a minute. Why does the floor look so shiny? And the walls, too. Everything in this cavern is so beautiful. This isn't a cavern full of just any old rock. It looks like this entire cavern is filled with nothing but crystals. Oh, I want to see one up close. I'm just going to pluck one off the wall. What a lovely color. So deep and mesmerizing and... Wait a minute. My nasal passages. They feel so clear. My sneezes. They're gone. The crystals. They've cured my allergies! Ah! 
We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. Imagine if a cat could spell. That would be kind of scary. We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy. And songs. Hey, look out the window. Is it just me or is Megan out there swaying and dancing all by herself? Huh. Yeah, look at her go. Definitely no music playing. Looks like she's just profoundly moved. Maybe we should go check on her? Yeah, that's probably for the best. And while we're doing that, let's also do a story. Yeah! Okay, listeners, have you ever felt like you've been stuck in a vicious cycle? You know, like something not great happens and then something else annoying happens and that means something else bad happens and then things just get worse and worse and worse? Or, I don't know, maybe it just feels that way and it's not really true? Either way, if you've ever felt like that, you'll appreciate this next story. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Tobias. I'm 10 years old and I live in Oregon. This is my story, all because I bit my knee. I hope you like it. Well, here I am, a new kid at a new school with a new playground. Time to make friends. Hey, new kid! Huh? Catch this ball! Oops, I missed it. Oh, well, don't worry. I'll run and grab it. It just rolled over there to that dark, mysterious, previously unestablished corner of the playground. Be right back. (laughs) Wow, this really is a dark and mysterious corner of the playground. Now, where did that ball go? Huh, did it get colder out here? Oh, I see the ball. Let me just grab it. Oops. Those sounds startled me, and I kicked it even further into the corner. Let me just follow where it rolled. It rolled right here. Ah! Oh, uh, hey there, super ominous kid who is just hanging out in the bushes. Can you pass me My name is Lawrence. I suppose you want to know how I got here to this land of woe? Oh, not really. I thought it was just this particularly shaded area because of that tree. I'll tell you. I did a flip on the trampoline. I hit my face and then my knee. I bit my knee, I bit my knee. All because I bit my knee. Wait, what's all because you bit your knee? Well, it all started when Daddy brought home that trampoline, despite my protest. I'm more of an inside kid. Oh, I think I see where this is going. Do you? Do you? Um... See, before the incident, I'd pick some daisies for Mother. Oh, my knee! Ooh, that was a tough knee bite, Larry. But you'll be okay. I'll get some bandages and cream, and you'll be back on that tramp in no time. Be right back. Okay, Daddy. While you're gone, I'll check on Mother's daisies in the vase. La la la, checking on the daisies, doo-doo-doo, looking at the... What? No! Oopsie daisies. They had wilted. Well, after they're picked, flowers don't last that long. I bit my knee, I bit my knee. 
All because I bit my knee. Still not sure I really see the connection there. Then explain the Coco incident. The what? Wee wee wee. Now don't cry, Larry. I have something that'll help you feel better. A perfect steaming cup of hot cocoa with a mountain of whipped cream. Mmm. Thank you, Daddy. La la la. Drinking all the cocoa. Doo doo doo. Licking all the. What? No. What happened? The whipped cream. It had melted so fast. Well, yeah, the cocoa was hot. I bit my knee, I bit my knee, all because I bit my knee. Hey, kid, I really want to feel for you here, but I think you might be assigning meaning to something that's... Okay, well, buckle up for this then. After the trampoline incident, I knew I needed to return to my original instinct of staying inside. So I cozied up with the encyclopedia. Here, Larry, it's your favorite, the D section of the encyclopedia. Thanks, Daddy. Ooh, a bird called a dodo. I'll find out more. La la la, reading about dodos, doo doo doo, learning about, (gasps) what? No! As I read on, it became painfully clear. The dodos, they were, Extinct! Oh, the woe! Now, hold on a second. Don't they teach history at this school? The dodo has been extinct for hundreds of years. What does that have to do with you accidentally biting your knee? Hush! Just listen, and you'll understand. I'll tell you the full tale. I did a flip on the trampoline. I hit my face and then my knee. I bit my knee, I bit my knee. All because I bit my knee. What's happening? Do you have a fog machine back there? <coughs> I cried and cried and cried, wee wee. I need some bandages and some cream. I bit my knee, I bit my knee. All because I bit my knee. Whoa, is this a laser light show? When I got home, I said, Daddy, please, I need some bandages and some cream. I bit my knee, I bit my knee, all because I bit my knee. Where did all these white doves come from? Then I got bandages and some cream. I told my parents about my knee. I bit my knee, I bit my knee. Now do you see? No, I don't. I don't see how you biting your knee exiled you to a dark tree, or how it caused the daisies to wilt, or the whipped cream to melt, and definitely not the dodos to go extinct. And frankly, it sounds like you were quite well cared for at home. And maybe you took that for granted. You got bandages and cream, didn't you? And on top of everything else, Lawrence, I just want you to give me my ball back. So I'm taking it. No, no, give me the ball. No, Come on. You don't know what you're no, doing. I don't care. No. You just bit your knee, didn't you? Yes, I did. I bit my knee. <sighs> Scooch over. 
I bit my knee, I bit my knee, all because I bit my knee. <sighs> the end. Megan, what are you still doing out here in this cavern? We've got to get back on the ship now. Oh, Eric. Dear sweet Eric. Always in such a rush. Hush now. Take a moment to be in the moment. Close your eyes and just be. Uh, I don't think... Up, 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 up. Just be. Megan, what is going on with you? To be quite frank... I'm a changed woman, Peter. I've embraced the transformative power of crystals. Crystals? Yes. Brightly colored geodes from Mother Earth all around us, each with their own unique gifts and strengths, all aligned with our natural energy and the energy of the universe to help us become the best version of ourselves. Okay. Well, we really should get back Whoa, on the ship if we're going to... Eric, I am getting some seriously troubled vibes from you. Is everything okay in your life right now? Well, I guess being on the ground for so long and the lack of sun is really starting to get to me. Here, take this Sunset Aura Danpurite. Its unique vibrations will help you focus your energy and make you feel better. I, I really don't you think... You must trust. Trust you must. Now focus on your crystal. Set your intention and breathe. Okay. Wait a minute, you're right! This crystal really is boosting my mood. I feel better already. Wait, really? <laughs> Rachel, ever the skeptic. I do like sketching and drawing, yes. That's not what skeptic means. I wouldn't be so sure about that. Rachel, your aura feels very stressed. Well, of course I'm stressed. We still have to get back home and- Here, take this black tourmaline. Torma what? Didn't you just get into crystals like 10 minutes ago? How do you already know all these names and properties? I told you. The crystals have changed me. And also, I've been using this crystal app on my phone. An app, huh? Seems legit. Now focus on your crystal. Set your intention and breathe. I doubt this will work, but... Whoa, okay. This crystal feels very nice in my hand. I guess I do kind of feel less stressed. Huh. Ooh, ooh, do me next! For you, Peter, one of the most powerful crystals of all, Hairstone. Ooh, so shiny. <gasps> and fuzzy! Fuzzy? Gross. Why? Focus on your crystal, set your intention, and breathe. Okay, my intention is to grow long, luscious locks of hair! <sighs> my head! I think it's tingling! <gasps> I'll have flowing hair in no time. Wow. Megan, you are right. Crystals rule. More like crystals rock, because they're rocks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 that was very funny, yeah. good. You all stay here and harvest more crystals for the rest of the story, Pirates. I'm going to head back onto the ship for a bit. Yeah, all right, right behind too. you. Here we go. Hey, Megan. Oh, nice caftan. Thank you, Nimini. I wear these now. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just sweeping up Lufa's strands. Her what? Well, it's shedding season for Lufa, so she's shedding all of her loose strands, and they're all over the ship. Oh, 
I see. That. Uh, oh boy. Oh, that's so odd. I thought I was done sneezing. Well, once they fall off, loofah strands can become a common allergen. You're probably just allergic to the strands she's shedding. Allergic? <laughs> no, no. I was sneezing, and then I went outside to be among the crystals, and then I stopped sneezing. The crystals fixed me. Or you sneeze when you're near Lufa's sheddings, and when you left the ship, you stopped sneezing since you weren't around them anymore. But, but crystals and magic. Yeah, I don't think the crystals had anything to do with it. I think the crystals were more of a placebo. Placebo? A freestanding roof where you sit and look out onto the park? Mm-mm. You're thinking of a gazebo. What about that Japanese form of martial arts? That's Aikido. The quarterback of the 2011 Denver Broncos? Tim Tebow. He only started for like one season. Why do you remember that? I was researching him for my one-woman show, Nobody Goes to Denver. What's a placebo then? A placebo is when your own belief causes an outcome more than the item itself. Oh no! That means the crystals are actually useless. What will Rachel, Eric, and Peter think of me? They'll think I'm a fraud. My reputation is ruined. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Want to get a personalized audio message from Peter or me for your family? Well, we're going to be surprising one family every month with one. All you have to do is sign up for our email list at storypirates.com slash podcast we'll send you story pirates updates and once a month one lucky family will receive a message from us customized to your kids and their interests if you're already on our email list you're already entered to win each month if not join now at storypirates.com slash podcast now back to the show i'm a fraud a fake a phony And that's not the critics talking this time, it's me. (laughs) Whoa, I'm sensing some really bad vibrations in here. Should I start laying out some selenite? Don't bother, Eric. I've just been informed. The crystals are merely... Valentinos. She means placebos. The crystals are useless. I was wrong. They don't heal or fix anything. I was just allergic to Lufa's sheddings, and I only stopped sneezing because I got some fresh air off the ship. Wait, what? (laughs) No. The crystals really did help me feel less stressed. Yeah, me too. Excuse me, who are you? You can't just walk onto our ship. Nimini, it's me, Peter. (gasps) Oh, Peter! Wow. Sorry, I just... I didn't recognize you with all that hair. Yeah, it's all thanks to this woolly, hairy, and kind of gooey crystal. Hairstone! Why is it gooey? Yuck. Wait, really? Yeah, I got some for everyone. I'm gonna go put a different crystal in everyone's room. You know, for better hair. I'll be right back. Um, okay. (laughs) I can't believe this. I know. I, too, can't believe we'll all have to tell Peter that the crystals are... A tuxedo. No, I mean, I can't believe how quickly his hair grew. So crystals are magic. Well, I don't actually know. I mean, things have been a little stranger than I expected in the middle of the Earth. So at the very least, I'll need to run some experiments on these crystals to learn more about them. Huh. So I guess for now, we can't really know for sure whether or not the crystals have any magical powers. You know... Maybe it's okay not to know for sure. Yeah, Rachel's right. 
Besides, even if they're useless, they're pretty to look at, they're fun to hold, and they seem to make us happy. So maybe they're only as useless or as useful as we decide they are. A positive stratego. Placebo. No, thank you. I already ate. What's everyone talking about in here? Oh, uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing, Peter. Hey, is that a new comb for your new hair? I've kept this comb in my bathroom, just waiting for the day it'll be useful. And here we are. You know what? Good for you, Peter. Hey, should we do another story? Yeah! Yeah! And here to introduce it is the author. Hi, my name is Natasha. I'm 11 years old and I live in Pennsylvania. This is my story, Cats I Can Spell. Friends, travelers, lend me your ears and I'll tell you my story. I'll spell it out clear. You see, I'm a cat, a cat that can spell, but one whom nobody knows all that well. To tell you my tale, we must go back in time to a bustling street ere I learned how to rhyme. Another day as a happy hat maker. Hopefully I can open my new hat shop before that dragon attacks the kingdom. All that's left to do is write my store's name on the window. Here I go, hat shop. H-U-G, no, that's not right. Excuse me, young shop owner. May I offer my services? You see, I'm a cat that can spell. (laughs) Preposterous! Cats don't spell. Cats can do more than you've ever imagined. Behold, hat, H-A-T, hat. A cat that can spell? No, it's too much for me. I've got to run wildly in a circle until you leave. Yes, I am a cat, a cat that can spell, but nobody, nobody knows me so well. For when I spelled hat, how they screamed at that. They screamed all day long at this fine spelling cat. With nowhere to turn, I had but one choice. I ceased all my spelling and silenced my voice. I went into hiding so no one would yell. I wore the disguise of a cat that can't spell. Welcome to the Knight in Shining Armor audition, where we are looking for new knights to defend the kingdom from the imminent dragon attack. Now let's see who we've got here. First, giraffe who can jump. That's me. (laughs) Next, frog who can do long division. Ribbit. Don't forget the remainder. And finally, a cat who can... Oh, well, that's actually all it says. A cat. That's me. A cat who has no special abilities that make people panic when they hear about it. Well, okay. And how shall we start the audition? With a sword fight or a musical medley? Oh, well, hold on there, cat. I've got to finish writing down the attendance here, starting with giraffe. Now, that starts with a J? (coughs) G. What? Did you say something? No, no. It was just a hairball, see? (coughs) Carry on. Where was I? Oh, giraffe. J-I-R-A-F. But is it one or two Fs? Oh, five, five. Be silent, tongue. Well, maybe it's not an F. Maybe it's a PH. Must. 
not spell. Actually, there's a possibility giraffe starts with a silent K. It starts with a G. Giraffe. G-I-R-A-F-F-E. Giraffe. <laughs> a cat that can spell this much too much. Let's all run wildly in circles until that cat leaves. And with nowhere to turn, I took to the woods to live all alone as a spelling cat should. For there I could spell without scaring a soul. Words like circumference or rigmarole. Another day, another lonely stroll through the forest. F-O-R-E-S-T, forest. Oh, sorry if that spelling upsets anyone. Right, I'm the only one here. I am A-L-O-N-E, alone. You're not alone. Ah, it's a dragon. Surely I gaze into the doomed maw of death itself. Hey, what's a maw? Oh, uh, maw. Well, it means an open mouth, I guess. As in surely you're about to eat me? Oh, hello, gross. You're covered in fur. <laughs> Barfville. I'm solar-powered, actually. I eat the sun's rays. Yeah, pretty cool. Unbelievable. What a pleasure to meet you. I'm a cat. A cat that can spell. You know, I was wondering if you could maybe help me. I've been trying to write a letter to the king to tell him that I'm chill and not dangerous. But I can't spell. I'd be honored to help you spell the words you need for your letter, dragon. Oh, goody. Okay. That's a paper and a quill. Then this cat and the dragon we spelled through the night. We wrote out a letter of peace, not of fright, and mailed it off promptly, addressed to the king. Then the dragon and I, to the castle, took wing. Okay, time for my kingly nighttime routine. Take off my crown, check. Retinol skin cream to ward off wrinkles, checkity check. Establish an atmosphere of fear and panic throughout the kingdom, checkaroni. Now it's time for this king to go to bed. Weary is the head after all. Hark, what is this? A letter here on my windowsill. And on it, it says, King. This letter is for me and so I shall read it. <clears throat> Dear King, Chill out. I'm not gonna hurt anyone, so be cool, okay? Yours sincerely, Dragon. Wow, what lovely prose. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, dragon in my window! Wait, you're the dragon who wrote me this letter. Do you really mean us no harm? The answer is yes. I don't even eat animals or people. I only eat the sun's rays. So, you know, I guess it's like an era of peace now or whatever. An era of peace or whatever. Oh, dragon, you've done a heroic deed here today. Thank you for your kind words. Oh, no, dude, don't thank me. You gotta thank that cat. She's the one who knows how to spell. A cat that can spell? That's me. Cat, the kingdom owes you a debt of gratitude. I'd like to formally invite you to be the king's private speller-in-chief, just for me. What say ye? Oh, what an honor, your majesty. My answer is... <coughs> N-O, no. Very good now. Wait, what? You're turning down the position and saying no to me? Can you even do that? Ah, it's too much. I don't like it. My people, everyone run in circles. Yes, your majesty. Uh <laughs> <laughs> 
no private speller in chief. All creatures should spell. That is my belief. So now I go traveling from small town to town and spell straight from sunrise through to sundown. So whether you spell well or jump far or sing, be proud of your talent. Be proud it's your thing. For once, I thought hiding was the best way to live. But remember, a gift is a thing you should give. So I go round spelling words like yell, mel, and sell. For I am a cat, a cat that can spell. The end. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hey, Natasha, it's Lee from Story Pirates. Hi. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Me too. What's going on? How's your day been? Did you do anything interesting? In gyms, we're basically doing like Winter Olympics, and today we did bobsledding. How did you do bobsledding in gym? We basically like took these small rolling chairs, and we attached them all together and made big mats, and two people sat on and two people pushed. It's like basically obstacles. That sounds like a lot of fun. It was. So, Natasha, you wrote Cat That Can Spell. Yeah. Can you tell me how you came up with the idea for it? So, we were learning about poems in fourth grade, and I was thinking of poem ideas, and boom. I thought of Cat That Can Spell and eventually added slightly more and more until it became like a paragraph longish. In your story, it feels like people aren't really into the fact that the cat can spell. Yeah. Imagine if a cat could spell. That would be kind of scary because you don't know what it would say to you. If it did spell, it would be like, I will get you. (laughs) Or you must be me more kibble or else. And what about you? How good are you at spelling? Eh, I'm okay at spelling, but I can't spell like big words, honestly. I think everything should just be spelled like it sounds. <laughs> that would be much easier. Like, no, as in, like, I know something. It has a K in the beginning, and you can't even hear the K. With the K, it would sound like no. Like, what is up with silent letters already? It's like, oh, why don't you uh, go bobsledding? But there's a silent bobsled that is next to you and knocking you off the course the whole time. <laughs> Maybe just cut the silent bobsled already, people. Okay. (laughs) So back to the poem talk. What is it about making stories or poems with rhymes in it that is so appealing to you? So poems that I write are supposed to be funny, and rhyming makes things funny, so... Why do you think that is? Like, why do you think a rhyme makes things funny? Well, like in a sentence inside the story, uh, it said, yell, mel, and sell. I think it's funny because mel doesn't mean anything. (laughs) So sometimes rhyming can be funny. Can we challenge each other's rhyming skills? Okay. All right, I'll give you a word and you rhyme as many words as you can with it. Okay. Your word is spell. Spell, sell, smell. Um, mouth, <laughs> yell, shout, <laughs> and that's all. That was pretty good, and you got Mel in there, too. Yeah, I put Mel in there. All right, your turn to give me one. Cat. Cat, bat, hat, sat, mat, fat, rat, pat, laundromat, uh, 
plopper. <laughs> How'd I do? You got 10. All right. Not too bad. Natasha, this has been very fun to talk to you, and I'm super grateful that you let us perform your story. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. Send us your story. Send us your story. We read them all. We read them all. You know we love them. Now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. First up, a shout out to Audrey, an eight-year-old from Tennessee, who has an amazing title for her story because it even uses a sound effect in it. It's called The Mutation. Dun, dun, dun. Incredible work, Audrey. Next up, we got a story from Micah, a nine-year-old in California, and Micah's story is called Meep. And the story itself is only three words. Meep is meek. I love it! Shout out to Charlie, a six-year-old from New Jersey, who sent us the story, The W and Its Friends. And there's this detail that I love, which is that the characters of W, V, and U are all good at the monkey bars because they all have arms that face up. But the letter M is better at jumping because their arms face down. Just write out those letters and you'll see what I mean. And finally, a shout out to Yasmin, a 10-year-old from Saudi Arabia who wrote The World With No Color about a girl who lives in a colorless world who finds a broken crystal. And when she puts the crystal back together, something pretty incredible happens. And to find out, you're going to have to read the original story written by Yasmin and all of the Roll Call stories, which you can read right now at storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. And now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know what to write, here's a story spark from Natasha, the author of Cat That Can Spell. Kids, write us a story about a favorite animal and favorite activity and try to fit them together somehow. How do people react when they see the animal doing the activity? Do they freak out? Or do they think it's pretty cool? That's it for today's episode. Big thanks to today's authors, Tobias and Natasha. Grown-ups can submit kids' stories and story sparks at storypirates.com. And remember, every single story we receive gets some love. Some story love! We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Cavallon, Minzwi Karami, Mahela Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writers are Rachel Winitsky and Minzwi Karami. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon, Mahela Lawrence, and Alexis Simpson. And contributing writers are Christina Grosspeach, Kristen Henley, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Dewey Cadell, Ryan Chittapong, Maydell Clarice, Langston Darby, Peter McNerney, Alexandra Nader, Josh Nasser, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Dominic Russo, Mia Weinberger, Rachel Winitsky, Heather Woodward, and Nimini Ware. The music to All Because I Bit My Knee was written and produced by Jack Mitchell. 
You know, I guess it's pretty impressive that that cat could spell, but I can also do something pretty impressive. I can spell too, in cat. That's right, I speak the language of cats, and I can spell any word in cat. For example, here is the word cat, spelled in cat. And here is the word plopper, spelled in cat. And finally, here's the word anti-disestablishmentarianism, spelled in cat. Uh...